All right. So it's a weird week. Everybody's got stuff going on everywhere. Uh, we're just trying to squeeze this in. And so, hey, it's clean, old-fashioned hate week. And the bugs are bowl eligible. And they do this once every, I don't know, 10 years or so, so that we have to take them seriously. And speaking of serious, our thoughts and prayers are with Jordan Travis as he gets through a, a gruesome injury. We wish him the best. Um, on a lighter note, our thoughts and prayers are also with Hugh Freeze and the Auburn players and their families during this very difficult time as they cope with paying a cupcake $1.85 million to fly in and beat the brakes off of the War Tiger Eagles and laugh their way all the way to the bank. Now, speaking of the bank, I'm at the bank, my bank. I still haven't had it cleared through compliance for me to be able to say what bank that I work for. But if you're one of the cool kids, you know where I work and uh, we appreciate your business. So we're doing this on my lunch break, just in case anybody's, you know, worried about me, you know, not clocking in or clocking out right. Um, but there is one thing that I refuse to be quiet about, and that's Jim Harbaugh. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they beat Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh, which would mean that they had won six games this year without Harbaugh because of two different, completely different cheating violations and basically show that they don't need him. He's He's just a figurehead, six games this year that he's missed. And he's claiming that Michigan is America's team. Well, they're America's team, all right. The team that America loves to hate. And the free Harbaugh shirts, I mean, those, those just sicken me. Free him from where? Free him from his hotel room where he's watching the game and you know that he's not following the rules there. You know he's on a phone to somebody up in the press box, not that he has anything of value that he could possibly contribute to the game because he sits over there with his headset and just listens to other people call the plays. And speaking of their game, which they like to call the game, as these clowns market it, it's called the game because it's the only game that these posers play each year. They have a one game schedule, one game against a decent opponent, because we all know that Penn State doesn't count. Clearly, if you have eyes that can see, excuse me, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's very upsetting. And uh, I, 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 I'm, I think I'm getting emotional about this whole thing. So uh, I'm, I'm going to have to have a lot of water here. Penn State would struggle in the SEC just to become bowl eligible. And here's another narrative that I'm tired about. There's no dominant team in college football this year. Really? There's no dominant team because I don't think you have to look far to find us because in the last, I don't know, 41 games, we've won 40 of them. We've won two national championships. We got more streaks than I can keep up with. I mean, literally more streaks going on than I can keep up with. And if any other team had done what we've done, the media right now, would be going bananas. They'd be looking for statues to erect and become having federal holidays. And that's just fine. Because we're UGA and in every measurable metric, we are just better than you. So you need to learn to love it if you're not us. Now, like I said, this week's show is bare bones. We got no producer, Scott Park. I don't know where he is, although he did help us get this up and running. So it's going to be kind of stream of consciousness. There are no breaks. There is no music. There are no graphics. So with that, we are going to go straight to Cassidy Pearson. What's up, Cassidy? What's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for rivalry weekend. I am too. Going to come down the stretch entering championship weekend. 
I mean, are you actually going to go to the game? <laughs> not. In accordance with tradition, you right. are not going to the game. Right. Got to keep up the tradition because the dogs keep winning. First of all, how do you feel about this game? I feel pretty good. I think uh, we're going to cover? I don't know. Um, I definitely think we can. However, doesn't seem to be the trend that we do cover when the spread is that high. Right. And um, I don't know. I can see Georgia Tech, I don't know, making a little bit of ruckus and, and scoring some points, but we should cover. I feel good that they've come in now. They've gotten bowl eligible. You know, they're not going to be under pressure, but that's almost a bad thing for them to come in there. They really don't have anything to lose. They already know they're going to some crappy bowl somewhere that nobody wants to go to. So literally they're playing their national championship before they go to their crappy bowl. Um, so that makes them dangerous. My main thing is I want to get out of there without any, you know, what, so I'm not even going to say it because I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. We don't have uh, Ryan Snetzer here to talk about the injury report. I'm going to predict that lad doesn't play. I'm going to predict that rah-rah doesn't play. Also, Humphrey's not going to play. We know that JDJ is going to not going to play. I think Ratledge will see. I think Ratledge will try and go. And that's fine. I, I hope, you know, if none of those guys yeah. play, I'm fine with it. Rest them all. I mean, let Bowers come in and take a get a token catch, even though that's not in his DNA. Um, you know, I even think that, you know, we let everybody – score on their first drive why don't we just come out kick the ball hit a knee let them score a touchdown on the kickoff and i mean that's like the ultimate flex like here's a touchdown we don't want to get anybody hurt on a kickoff we know we're going to beat you i know that'll never happen but that would be the coolest thing ever yeah i agree i i would love to not to see lad and brock not playing that would make me feel a lot better going forward i mean I, I know he's going to play everyone, but I just wish he wouldn't. Okay, let's talk about the game. Small T, small H, small E, small G-A-M-E game between the two teams whose only game of the year is when they play each other in right. the worst conference in America. The, I call them the Little Ten. Uh, who do you like in that game? I like Michigan. I think that they're better. Um, I think – I mean, it obviously helps that it's at home, and um, I think they're better. I think their defense will be able to hold Ohio State. A lot of people are, are saying that Ohio State has some kind of offense that they've been putting together. I haven't seen that because they don't play anyone, and so this might be their first true defensive test. And, um, yeah, I just – I think Michigan's going to handle that. I actually, I think they're going to handle it a lot. I have zero feel for this game. I hate both teams. Um, I didn't think I could ever hate anyone worse than Ohio State. And then Jim Harbaugh came along this year, and now he's just left them in the dust. So I want Michigan to win because I want to be the one to take them down, and I want to do it in embarrassing fashion. I want to give them the TCU treatment. Um, so Yeah, I think, I think it would be ideal if Michigan – kills Ohio State and then you know everyone's going to be talking about how good they are and then we'll be able to do that to them hopefully in the playoffs of course depending on how we're ranked but uh everyone just talking about how this is the game of the year as they do every single year and that could not be less true like this is not going to be the game the game of the year I could see this game being incredibly boring and uh just they don't play anyone like that's the only reason that they're undefeated every single year up to this point in week 13. I went back and I actually researched when they started calling it the game. And it's really like murky. Like I can't find anybody who stepped up and said, yeah, I'm the one that came up with this. It just kind of evolved and it's just stupid. It's yeah, it's a game in a average conference from two teams who have played a cupcake schedule. And it's just another irritating thing about the conference that is just beloved by the media. Yeah, definitely. I saw something that I don't know if it was ESPN or what. I was trying to find it that uh, showed that Ohio State was 10th in strength of schedule. Did you see that? Uh, well, I saw, it was like 100th. 
and I saw something else weird showing that uh, Washington's strength of record was ranked number one. I just don't even understand these things. I don't, I don't, they make no sense. Well, you know, was it Mark Twain who said lies, lies, and damn statistics? I think you can make statistics, whatever you want them to be. The only statistic that matters is your record to me and, and who you've played against and uh, the eye test. And right. so where your eyes can trick you is when you see them playing against, well, take the Pac-12, for example. You know, they're racking up these video game statistics and they look great when they play other teams that don't have good defenses. But what does it really mean? You know, you just you don't find out till the postseason or if you, you know, you have a preseason game ish like last year we had with Oregon where we just well, you know what happened. Now, it's kind of like we talked about last week. It'd be interesting in that matchup to see how much of the gap they closed. I don't think they've closed it all the way. Yeah, I would love to see that matchup. I would too. Oregon have an Oregon State this weekend, and um, that'll be interesting. The Washington and Oregon State game was complete madness. Last it was. Week. It was like back and forth the whole way. Uh, Washington didn't score in the second half. They probably shouldn't have won. So I don't know. I, it, I'm very interested to see if Oregon, how Oregon will play against them compared to how Washington did. Wasn't there a bad punt by Oregon State that resulted in a safety in that game, or did I dream that? I don't know. I didn't see that, but I was flipping between games. So I thought I, I saw that. Maybe I'm confusing that with the, no, the, bad, you might be right. the bad safety that Maryland got against uh, <laughs> Michigan. I mean, Maryland gave them that game. Gave yeah. it. They completely escaped it. And, I mean, we're wondering – I'm wondering now, like, what would have happened if Michigan had lost that game? I mean, the entire scope of what people think is headed forward with these playoffs would have changed probably. So, Here's a game that intrigues me. Florida, Florida State. Florida in the swamp, trying to get bowl eligible. FSU with, you know, the terrible thing that happened with Jordan Travis and his leg injury. I mean, we're going to find – out a lot in this game yeah we are florida played really well against missouri they should have won that game um rushed for almost 300 yards um without graham mertz is uh honestly if graham mertz was playing I, I might be picking florida in that game um but yeah i florida's been playing a lot of good games this year and if they really want to go bowling they're gonna have to play their best to beat florida state yeah, if they can show up and give them the same game they gave Tennessee, then um, I think I think they're going to win. Yeah, I definitely think they can. And what happens if they do beat Florida State? Like going forward, I mean, Florida State out of it at that point. Do you think they still have a shot? Maybe if they handle Louisville. I mean, here's what I think: if if we lose to Alabama. Going into that game, the committee thinks we're the best team in America, and it's thought that for weeks. The AP's thought it for too many weeks to count, and we lose to Alabama in the SEC championship. How can we go from being the best team in the country to all of a sudden we're not one of the top four? Right. And so you look at us in that situation versus Florida State in their weak ACC schedule with their star quarterback gone. They've got to look at that and go, okay, Georgia's better. Georgia's, Georgia's who should be there. Now, what this committee does is anybody's guess. I agree. I think Florida State has to win out if they're going to be in. But what about Texas, like a, a one-loss Florida State up against the one-loss Texas? I mean, that gets really murky because of that Alabama game. Mm -hmm. That's really kind of like the log jam, the linchpin of this whole thing. Of if Things get a lot clearer if Texas doesn't win the Big 12. Yeah. The only thing about – if it was that situation is I think a win against Louisville would be a lot stronger than whatever win. We don't even know who is in the big 12 championship yet. So it's looking like it's going to be Oklahoma state if they win on Saturday. So I think the win against Louisville would mean a lot more than if Texas were to beat Oklahoma state. Of course you have that Alabama um, probably it's going to make the difference, but I'd be interested to see if we had a situation like that. Hold on a sec. Um, 
Sorry, somebody's calling. Um, I just think, all right, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm going to save my comments for Alabama for next week. You just remind yeah. me for about okay. this moment, and, and we'll talk about where I think that whole thing's going. Um, who does Washington have? Washington State, the Apple Cup, or whatever they call it? Mm -hmm, the Apple. I mean, is there any chance Washington State pulls an upset? I think there's definitely a chance. Uh, Washington State's quarterback, Cameron Ward, has played pretty well this season. Um, they've had some huge losses, like Arizona killed them, and they went on like a five-game losing streak. Right. And that kind of probably brought them down. But if they come to play, I don't see any reason why they couldn't upset Washington. I mean, like I said, we saw Washington kind of struggle last week to, to score points. So, yeah, I mean, I've been so unimpressed with them. I mean, they should have mm -hmm. lost. They should have lost to Oregon. They've played these lackluster games. Uh, I feel like um, last week the Beavers should have beaten them. It's I'm not a believer at all. Yeah. It's like I, I want to win out and I'd love to have you there, Washington. Love to play you. Uh, I'd love to have you there, FSU. And I'd love to have you there, Michigan. So how about that for my dream four? Anyone, I mean, because to, it, the reality is, is that a national championship is next week in Atlanta and the Bens when we play Alabama. Those are the two best teams. Definitely. There's no doubt about it, especially at this point in the season, both of us on huge hot streaks. And yeah, I mean, if Washington hadn't beat Oregon, I don't think anyone would be talking about them. So they wouldn't. No. But. It was all a little bit of bad decision making by our friend Dan Lanning. That's right. Well, I'm trying to think if there's, I mean, is there any way that Texas Tech beats Texas? Yeah, I definitely think so. Texas has to win the game to clinch. So that would get, I guess that would help Georgia a lot. We need to be cheering for Texas Tech. So, okay, the Red Raiders win, Texas is out. And then who's in? Is it Oklahoma and Kansas or Kansas State? Well, it depends. So if Oklahoma State loses, then Texas would still be in, I believe. Um, so Oklahoma State could be in it for so Bedlam too. Oklahoma, oh no, it'd be okay. So Oklahoma State has beaten Oklahoma and Kansas State, so right. that's why that they're ahead in that situation. But since Oklahoma beat Texas, I believe that Oklahoma would be in. So who what who would Oklahoma Not play? Okay, who if Texas loses, who could Oklahoma possibly play? Oklahoma State is oh I don't know. It's confusing. It's, it's really, really confusing. And actually I heard that the Big Twelve like changed their rule because their rules were so like ambiguous and they couldn't figure out what the situation <laughs> was gonna be if Texas didn't win. Because Oklahoma State has to win and Texas has to win. So then, but they beat Oklahoma and Kansas State. So that wouldn't make any sense if Kansas State's in over Oklahoma State. And I haven't heard anybody talking about it. I, I know. I heard I heard it one time, and that's what I got from it, but I could be wrong. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, are you in town for Thanksgiving? I am. For how long? Till Sunday. What are you cooking? Well, I'm not cooking probably. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're going to be cooking. I guess my dad's going to be trying to make a turkey. <laughs> trying to make a turkey. Is he going to smoke <laughs> it? Is he going to make it? He's going to smoke it. Okay. <laughs> Let's try and do something we've never done before and see if, okay, Buffalo's on. I don't know what's going on. There's Buffalo. Buffalo. Hey. We got you here with Cassidy. Never done this before. Good to see you, Cassidy. Good to see you. Enjoy your segments each week. Now, you look like you're in a different place. I am in a different place. There's more memorabilia. Yes, sir. You see that Herschel jersey above me? I do. Yeah, I'm in the Mecca the very nerve center of Georgia high school football in Valdosta. Nice. 
So are you at a party? Well, sort of. Yeah. It's building. <laughs> it's building. Yeah. So what, what what festivities will occur? I mean, is this a family party? What's going on? Yeah, it's kind of a family party with, with a few other friends coming. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at my uh, brother-in-law's house currently. Uh, he's going to have a little oyster roast here in a minute. And uh, we're going to fry some shrimp. And nice. He built this backdrop for me. Trey Sherwood has a lot of memorabilia. So we got this, we got this nice backdrop today. It really, I mean, you got some good stuff going there. I love the bulldog with the crown. Yeah. I think I that's new, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'd have to ask him when he got that. It looks like it's behind glass. Yeah. Currently off camera, though, I have a, a whole shelf of footballs. Uh, you know, the national championship 21 against Alabama signed by Kirby. The He's got all, he's got, he's got a lot of stuff here. Awesome. What are your thoughts this Thanksgiving week as we prepare to battle the bugs? Can I talk a little bit about the game last week? Because I always like to recap. You know you can. Okay. Everybody knows his name, Dylan. What you talking about, Dylan? <laughs> Run a rush shot on General Nealon's field. Dylan Bell. What a player. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a big day for Dylan Bell, man. Big time. Ra-Ra gets hurt. Dylan, man, Dylan looked good. <laughs> Did everything. Did everything. Throws it. He looks pretty, he looks pretty, uh, pretty hot in that, that receiver position. I think, I think we're going to see a little bit more of Dylan out there. Don't you guys agree? I, I think so. And I've got the conspiracy theory that we, we used Dylan on that pass so that everybody be looking for it but they won't be looking for it when we do the end around with Bowers and he throws the pass. There we go. How about that? That sounds like a good plan. I like seeing Arian finally get some action with that reverse. He did. He did. I was like, oh, my gosh, an Arian sighting. That exactly. Awesome. That was our longest run of the day, right? It was. He had been in witness protection or something. Yeah, the uh, the the – the run, the run block. I mean, Tennessee. My, that was their deal. They were going to stop the run, and they did a decent job of it. We had a nice run by Milton. Nice touchdown run. We had a. I thought the offensive line pass block pretty good. They did a decent job. I know James Pierce, twenty-seven from them, got in there a little bit, but yeah, Carson Beck, man, his arm on Saturday, the Smoky Mountain air had him flinging some white lightning <laughs> on those old Tennessee fans. Yep. They had, there was a ball that ate up Brock. I mean, it, it, it Brock doesn't, he could have caught that. He should, he hasn't dropped. How many has he dropped? Three, I mean, in that case, I think he didn't, he didn't even see it. He slung well, another because, one at him like yeah, that. Yeah, the ball was, was heat seeking. Yeah. An incredible display by, by uh, Beck on Saturday, last Saturday. <laughs> I mean, 80% and the, some of that 20% were drops. Think of what he could have done if we didn't take the air out of the ball. <laughs> Man, we, we sat on it the last, what, last quarter and a half. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, we think did. about what his stats would have been then. Yeah. They I'm might have been Caleb Williams type. I mean, I wanted him to get over 300 when he was at 298. Yeah. But I'll take Defense, aside from the opening play, they shut down Lassiter. Just, just an incredible corner uh, doing doing his thing. I, I love that play when when they threw it down the right sideline. He, you know, he was as always head turned. What a play! He he almost picked that ball. Right. Um, and then hey, I always like to bring up my my buddy Peyton Woodring. Uh, he 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 started it off, got that nice field goal. To begin to get us rolling there after down seven nothing. Right. Um, Heupel, uh goes for goes for a field goal. Another special teams comment goes for a field goal late in the game. I don't know about you. If I'd have been a Tennessee fan, I think I would have gotten out of the pitchforks right there. My favorite stat was that Georgia in fifty nine minutes and forty nine seconds of action held them to three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I had a buddy that I've got a buddy that's a Tennessee fan that lives here, and I didn't go to the game, and he came to watch the game with me. They bust out with 75 yards to begin the game, so they got 75 yards offense in 10 seconds. Then about an hour and 15 minutes later, he looks at his phone and he's like, "Man, we got 57 yards offense now. We had 75 at 10 seconds." Yeah. Um, and then, oh, I want to say one more thing about special teams. Do you know how many punt return yards we've given up this year? Zero. There we go. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, nobody's even trying to run it back. Mm-hmm. I mean, because sometimes they'll try to run it back and then they'll go backwards and you'll have negative yards. It's fair catch city. <laughs> what a weapon. Yeah. That punt return team with that punter. Just uh, providing dividends here. Uh, well, hey, so before I go into tech for a second, was I right about the Oregon State weather? I, I didn't even look at the forecast last week. It was nasty. Unbelievable. Nasty. Every time in November. Yeah. Oregon, I think Oregon State, man, they they had a chance. I think I missed that one with, with uh, a dogger. Yeah, they blew it. They really did have a chance. So, so Tech this week, Tech's much improved, I, I guess. If you throw out the Bowling Green and then I, I don't know, two weeks ago, hell of trouble with Davo. Uh, maybe Davo was um, angry. Little, yeah, he was he was angry that day because they put the wood down to him. But Tech looks pretty good. You know, we got so many connections with Faulkner and Shearer and. Dom, I saw Dom catch a touchdown. I was happy he caught one last week. I was watching that game. But I think I, I agree with Cassidy. I believe we'll, we'll probably cover that game. Don't forget Brett Seether, the tight end. That's right, Brett Seether. Wasn't there an old song in the, in the, in the 90s called Seether? Yes, there was. Yes, I think there was. There was. Yeah, it's a weird band. I mean, I, yes, I, now I want to look that up. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was uh, from a... Uh, I think a radio station in Atlanta used to play that a lot. 99X, which went defunct. <laughs> Seether. I'm looking. That should be his theme music. <laughs> uh, well, Seether was a rock band. I don't know. There's a bunch of oh, women. No, 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 no. The, the, the band uh, Veruca Salt who was a character in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, had the song Seether. There you go. That should be his theme music. They should play it for him next week. Well, I could play it for you right now if I wanted, if, if I didn't have a commercial. Um, so you feel good. I feel pretty good, man. I, yeah, I feel pretty, pretty good about I feel pretty confident about this game. Not really. I got a little antsy right before... Wait, hold on, it's Seether. Yeah, it's a great song, man. I love it. I listen to it a lot. It's actually a pretty good song. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, we're kind of talking about tech-ish. Oh, yeah. Um I don't know anybody going to the game. Everybody wants to stay home and watch the good games that are on, such as the one Cassidy and I already talked about that they up there promote as the game, even though it's just a game amongst average Big Ten opponents who don't play anybody. How do you feel about this contest of teams we hate? I like – I'm going to go against you. I like Ohio State this week. Okay. I don't believe in Michigan here lately. The way they've been playing, so we'll see. I, I'm, I can't. That's a 12 kickoff. That's why I'm, what, 18 miles from Grant Field. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm going to stay home and I'm going to watch, pull for, you know, I don't, I'm not pulling for anybody, but, well, other than the Gators, I'm kind of pulling for them this week for the first time in my life. You need to pull for Michigan just because of all the grief that Lou Holtz would give Ryan Day. Yeah, yeah, Lou may show up on your show finally. Be I mean, that we there's still that that's out there. Mm-hmm. I know you've been working on it, you and your uh, agents. Yes, still trying to nail that down. He's a tough negotiator, even he though he, he, he made he made so much money, and now he's at the nursing home. He doesn't care about money; it doesn't motivate him. 
he plays a lot of golf at, at Augusta National, I think. So he doesn't have a whole lot of time here on uh, the Mad Dog Show. But maybe maybe we can coax him out this week if Michigan wins. I, I think that would be enough to get him out. I mean, with the holiday season being upon us, maybe he would, you know, feel charitable. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be impressive. That'd be one of your more famous guests. I, I agree. Like Brian Kemp. You know, he'd probably be right up there. <laughs> He's up there. Yeah. He, maybe Brian, maybe I should reach out to Brian and tell him we need Lou Holtz. <laughs> maybe, so. maybe that would get it done. He might, he might, he might get it. I'm pretty sure. I think Lou would, it's probably in line with Brian. Yeah. I'll call him up. You know, his friend his friends call him B. I'd call him, yeah, hey, yo, B, we need Lou. We need you to make a phone call. Uh, are, are we ready for Dogger? Yeah, speaking of dogs right quick, I want to bring a friend of mine. This is a, uh, okay. a special guest I have tonight. Uh, this is a little mini Jack Russell I have. His name is Herschel. <laughs> he has his Georgia jersey on, so if you want to come on, say hello to everyone. What's up, Herschel? Yeah. Hey, Herschel. Herschel doesn't quite, he's never been on TV before, but he, he wanted to welcome the dogger since Herschel is, in fact, a dog. I would assume that is uh, Sherwood's uh, son, or I would assume. Yes. Well, yes, it is. Yeah, yes. All right. <laughs> Hey, one uh, real while we get before we get started, I have two people here that want to want to say one thing. Go, go dogs! I love there it. There we go. I love it. That would be my mom and dad. The at the holiday show, um, um, Mr. and Miss Dogger. Gracing <laughs> us. Yeah, I can't use the real name. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the the, the Mr. Mr. Real Name is here. Yeah, and and you know, to, just to demonstrate that. Cassidy's inner circle. I think that she actually does know the true identity of Dogger. I was curious about that. Don't uh, tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. And I'm sorry about the family dog. That uh, that sounded bad. I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't hear that. I, I didn't know anything about it, but I'm sorry too. Thank you all. <laughs> uh, Hope you all have a good Thanksgiving. I do want to say real quick. Uh, I found out the Big Twelve situation. Okay. So, if Texas wins, they're in. We said that. Okay. If Oklahoma State wins and Texas wins, they're in. So, Oklahoma's yeah. not definitely in. No. You, okay. No, no, no. Okay. Because they just lost. Right. So, Oklahoma is in if Texas wins and Oklahoma State loses. But Oklahoma has to have an Oklahoma State loss. Yes, because they beat them. And then Kansas State is only in if Oklahoma and Oklahoma State lose. Now, if Texas loses, which was our big question, then they're only in if two of those three teams lose. And if all of them win then there is a four team tie and the big 12 will release the update later what, <laughs> what, is what? it doesn't even have it doesn't even have an answer to if that's insane tie. that is insane i mean what if that was the sec and we're here i mean we're at the eve of the conference championship game and like yeah we're still trying to figure that out we'll get back to you Unbelievable. One thing, one thing they're uh, really happy of that Central Florida isn't in that mix because the way they win Oklahoma <laughs> State, they may all be going to Doomsday. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Hey, nobody in the Big Twelve wants to run into the Gus Bus this time of year. That's right. Don't get out of Central Florida. <laughs> Can we talk about Auburn? What we can. That? It's allowed. It is allowed. Please. Oh my goodness. I mean, I it's like I said. That. I mean, you you pay. What was it? New Mexico State, one point eight five million bucks to come in there and clean your clock at your home stadium. Talk about. I mean, the talk about the trap game that nobody saw coming. Yeah. 
And how about the fact that this that that Jerry Kill did the same thing to Hugh Freeze last year when Freeze was at Liberty, and he was like the same, almost the exact same underdog, like twenty five points. Yep. I mean, is it a personal vendetta? I mean, is there a backstory here we need to know? He made something happen. He likes to get paid. Yeah, and then now the spread against Bama, I think, is fourteen. And I'm so I'm like, is Auburn gonna play Alabama closer than they played New Mexico State? I mean, that's, that's why you're on the show, Cassidy. That's why you're still on here. You're gonna right. ignore the gambling aspect. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I yeah. need I need somebody to do worse than than the doggers doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm gonna try something. I guess we're about to pick games that I've never done, and I'm gonna see if we can have five people on. Let's see. Yes, there he is. Yes, yes, it is. I love it. It's a Sorry, I missed you party. guys last week. Yeah, I was uh, I was fighting the seether. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, how's great. It going? That's good, man. It's good. good. All right. Dakota, you were yeah, South Dakota must have been good because you you did really well. I believe you went six and one. Yeah, man. I even got the pick that we didn't pick too. So um I'm counting seven and one. I know officially. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Are, uh, Mad Dog, are we ready for the updates? We're ready. Okay. And Cassidy, uh, we would love for you to join. I kind of requested this from Mad Dog. <laughs> uh, and your dad had a part to do with this too. So if you don't want to do any, you're welcome to, but uh, there obviously is a season long uh, bet that we haven't determined what the loser has to do. Uh, but like I said, hopefully you may go, I obviously don't hope this against you, but if you do, then that'll help my record. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, season long currently, uh, the dollar is 14, 25 and two. Uh, we have Dave, no, hold on. Uh, yeah, David, Mad Dog, I keep on doing that. 17, 22, and two. We have Bobber at 17, 22, and two. We have Bert at 15, nine, and one. Hmm. So, yeah, the, the stats there. And last week it was one and six for the dogger, two and five for Mad Dog, three and four for Bobber, and six and one for Bert. And if you want to throw in that, that little Iowa under that I put out there, then that's seven and one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for giving me credit for that. <laughs> I knew that was going under. <laughs> I would have taken it as well. So that would have helped my eyes. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it didn't have much influence over the season. So. Um, all right, this week, and I'm, I am going to, if that's what you want to do, it, that's fine. If not, that's fine. This Come week, on, Cassidy. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw in a Thursday Thanksgiving game, the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game, and Ole Miss is minus 10. And this uh, right now it's, it's Bobber's turn first. Well, I'm taking uh, Lane. All right. For those of you that don't know, that means Ole Miss. Is, is that is that is that at? I have it. I have it down at Ole Miss, but I'm not. I think that's right. No, it's in Starkville. Oh, good grief! Oh, well, I forgot a bowl about then. <laughs> Thank you, Cassidy. You know better than than I do. Um, okay, so it's at Miss State, and then the next one would be Bert. I am going with the laner as well. Okay, and then the next one would be Cassidy. Yes, Ole Miss. Okay, and then I would be next, and I actually go in Miss State. And then Mad Dog. I first of all I want to say that this is a terribly named game. I don't know who came up with the egg bowl, but that's horrible. And I also am on the lane train. Okay, home miss. So Dogger, what well, not? Uh, yeah, Dogger needs that one to go. Mistake. All right, uh, Bobber, Oregon, Oregon State at eight thirty on Friday. I have that at Oregon and thirteen and a half. 13 and a half, and where is it? Where'd you say it's at? UGA? I have it at Oregon, but Cassie does better than I do. It's at Oregon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take. I think, yeah. Okay. I'm going to take Oregon State. Okay. 
I'm going Oregon State as well. And then Cassidy? Oregon. And then Mad Dog. Well, then me, sorry. Uh, I'm going Oregon State. I'm going Beavers. Always. That's what you said last week. I want them to. I'll, I mean, could the Beavers pull off the upset of the year here? Would that be crazy? I mean, it's a robbery game. I'll shake things up. Yeah. I hope so. All right. Then uh, not the biggest game of the year, but that's what people in the media says. Noon on Saturday, Michigan, Ohio State at Michigan, Michigan minus three. We're going Buckeyes plus three. Man, Rob, I'm following you on everything. Ohio State. Cassidy. Michigan. Ooh, come on. David doesn't like that. I'm going to surprise you on that one. I'm going to go Ohio State. (laughs) I'm going to go with my heart in quotation marks and pick Michigan, but that's only because I want to play them and wipe them off the face of the earth. Yeah, that's a good point. I heard that part earlier. Good. That's, uh, I would love to see it. Would love to see it again. All right. Uh, 3.30. Alabama is at Auburn. Alabama minus 14 and a half. Uh, I've been with him all year. I'm going to Alabama. Alabama as well. Alabama. I'm going – I have Alabama typed out, but I have to make some sort of comeback, so I'm going Auburn. <laughs> I mean, how could you watch Auburn last week and take number 14? <laughs> I've, I've got to pick Bama. I know. I know. But I understand where you're coming from. I understand <laughs> the strategy. Uh, and then uh, then we have Mad Dog. Uh, Bama. All right, uh, and then we have Florida, Florida State. That is at seven o'clock, and Florida's at home. Florida State is minus six and a half. Will Gators. This is a battle of the backup quarterbacks, and I have to throw all my metrics out the window for this because nothing <laughs> about this season carries over to this game at all. Um, I'm going Gators as well. They looked better last week. Should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Gators for me. Wow. I thought I was going to be the only one with Florida. I'm going Florida also. Well, then let's make it five for five because so am I. Okay. Wow. So that one does. Might as well watch that one off the board. Uh, Okay. And then the last one is the dogs. Actually, we have two more. Um, The dogs. And Cassidy, since you're brand new to this, we never pick the Georgia uh, the line uh, just because we know we're all going to take the dogs. And so we're going to we do the total in this game. The total is 59 and a half. Um, I'm going to go. Man, I miss this every week. <laughs> so I was thinking under, so I'm going to go opposite my thoughts. I'm going over 59 and a half. Man, Rob, we're six for six now. I'm going over two because Tech actually has a decent offense. Their their defense is atrocious. Their offense is actually pretty good. So I'm thinking we're going over on this one. I'm going under. Way to go, Cassidy. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're gonna score a lot. Cassie, I don't know if you follow on on your uh, any given Saturday. Do you follow any gambling stats at all as uh, how Georgia has done on the totals? No, I don't. Okay, I didn't know if you if y'all talked about that on your show or not. I have to start listening to that. Um, but I think they've only gone over twice so far this year. I think. Um, so okay. I'm going to go under. I didn't know that. I'm going under, and then we have Mad Dog. I'm going over. Okay. And then the final one of Thanksgiving weekend is North Carolina at 8 p.m. against at NC State. UNC is minus two and a half. Uh, I'm going to go North Carolina in this one. I'm going to go heels. 
Yeah, we're seven for seven going heels also. Oh my goodness. Well wow. <laughs> not making it up any ground on the guy that's exactly <laughs> I've got I've already got them all circled, so I'm not cheating here. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't gain any ground on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Cassie. NC State. NC State. All right. I had uh it is kind of a different uh, way when you when you hear the leader that's that's already given his picks. I had the UNC circled, so I'll stick with that. I know I changed it on another one earlier, but um, I'll stick with UNC. I'm gonna go. And Cassidy picked NC State, didn't she? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. All right, we have them all picked, and uh, Cassidy, welcome to the uh, the pick show. And good luck. Yeah, she could jump out to the lead from week one if she nails it this week. She could. She may, so. Yes, she may create a bet. She may create a bet that what the winner should get. Right. Instead of the instead of what the loser has yes. to do. It's, it's the it's the loser. I know. I, I, I said I she might. may create a she may create a separate one. Yeah. There's a winner, there's a booty prize. And a <laughs> I feel like I may be, the SAT one really intrigued me. I kind of wanted to take that. <laughs> I want to see you take it too. And I want you to be under pressure to make an 850 on it. <laughs> like you're cramming for it. I'll pay a tutor before I go to make sure. <laughs> Take a course. Yeah, we the Bobber and I talked about the SAT. I think that'd be uh I don't want to have to go through that stress, but I also don't want to make less than an eight fifty. That would uh, that means my my smartness has declined rapidly. Is there an essay portion of it now? Uh no, no, it's all okay. yeah. I was gonna decline if there were. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. I think uh, uh, Mad Dog. I, I need to do one thing before, okay. before we do this. Go ahead. I think since this is kind of a different holiday show, you know, you're in your office. Apparently, you're not you're not the studio, and and you had to be your own producer and all. And it's a holiday evening. I think I think I need to. I don't normally do this, but I think I need to call the dogs. And I have a few I have a studio audience behind me. I think we need to call the dogs. <laughs> Even though Chuck is going to cringe at this, but I'm going to do it anyway, just because I'm I'm feeling kind of wacky. Well, I mean, don't we need to see them? Well, I don't know how you're going to say no. They need to crowd around. They need to crowd around you. Turn that camera around, Rob. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah get them all there. Get them all in. Watch that cord. All right, do y'all know how to do this? You just follow me. Whatever I say, you just follow behind me. Squeeze in. Come on, let's get some more. Breathe in. Got a lot of youngsters. Got all young voices here to help me. All right, y'all ready? All right, here we go. Who's that coming? It's a beer machine in red and black. Ain't nothing better in one of the best renditions i've ever seen and i'm pretty sure Sure the would. female contingent was just large in that <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of those young men in the back who's not of age had a Bud Light in his hand or some sort of cold beverage. Well, you know, it's Thanksgiving. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Wow. A Bert, that's going to be a uh, tough to talk when we start. How do we follow that? Good grief. I mean, do we wrap it up now? Outfit if I didn't do it, so, man, I'm doing it. That's right. With Buzz. the business pants. I like to wear Buzz's sissy's <laughs> dumb thing. No, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we threw down the gauntlet on that, didn't we? Yes, sir. 
Absolutely. All right, I, fellas. I, I think y'all should just stay on if you want to while we talk stats. I'm going to grab something off the printer. <laughs> hey, I, I've got to, I've got to go, Bert. I'm sorry, I'll miss your stats. Happy All right, Thanksgiving. Y'all. Yeah. Good talking to you. Happy Good Thanksgiving, luck. everybody. Yeah, happy have Thanksgiving. A happy Thanksgiving. <clears throat> All right, who's staying? All right. I'll stay until I have to go to the restroom. All right. I'm going. All right, Cassidy. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, go dogs. Cassidy. Go dogs. Talk go to dogs. And then there were right. three. I'm gonna give you a stat that gonna is gonna show you how well we've done recently versus starting the year. So you know how we have that Bill Conley SP plus mm-hmm. rates it, how we play versus where we're projected to play. Right. First five games of the season, we were minus 10.6 points per, per game versus how we should have played. The next four games, we were plus four, four. And the past two games were plus 19.6. So essentially we're covering the spread by 20 points in the past two games. Wow. Yeah. We're on a roll. We're peaking at the right time, just like just like we hoped. Just exactly like we hoped. Yeah. Um, you know who else is gaining ground, though, too, is Ohio State, unfortunately. I know you don't want to hear that, Mad Dog, but um, Ohio State is gaining ground. Michigan is losing ground, and I think that was why – um, we had a lot of people pick Ohio State in the small capital T, small letter T, small B, small G game. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so our net yards per play this week, I'm just we're just going to go national now because we've got, um, you know, we're pretty much we're done with the SEC schedule except for Bama and Bama's on our national net yards per play so we can just look at national net yards per play um like we said you got to be above two to get into the playoffs and we're looking at five teams that are above two right now we're at 2.47 ohio state's at 2.6 michigan's at 2.22 washington crept up to 2.02 and then oregon's still sitting at a gaudy 3.08 which is scary Oregon is the only team on here like that statistically scares me, even though we're really starting to gel offensively and defensively. That's the one team that um, if we could avoid playing them from here on out, um, we're going to have a much easier path. Um, Bill Conley's SP plus also tells you who should be in the playoffs and who isn't. If you're above 25 and Bill Conley's SP plus, um, you're probably in. We're at 30. Uh, last year we were at 37. Um, Ohio State's at 27.8. Michigan's at 31.4. And Oregon's at 25.2. So what he's saying is the only team we would be underdogs to in a neutral field game would be Michigan. And I don't feel like we would be underdogs to them right now. Please um, give me that chance. Yes. Please give me that chance. I also ran net yards per play versus power five, so we kind of filtered out all the cupcakes because y'all talked about that last week with Tennessee feasting on cupcakes and it um, boosting their net yards per play. So if we filter out all that, we've got three teams that are above two. Georgia at 2.1, Ohio State at 2.43, and Oregon at 2.44. Um, so that weeds out Michigan. If you look at Washington and Florida State, these guys are really just pretenders. I mean, they, you know, Florida State's got the injury now. So, um, you know, maybe they scoot by the next two games. But, um, you know, I could see them losing Louisville or Florida um, with with their quarterback situation. Washington's been working on borrowed time for, for a while now. Um what would be ideal really would be if Washington could win out somehow and get into the playoff. Cause then, and we went out. So then it would be one versus four us versus Washington. And um, we should blow the doors off of them in a playoff game, especially at 
a site of our choosing, which would be the Sugar Bowl. Um, so, you know, we look at the talent composite. We got that up. That doesn't change as far as the year goes. But I added another metric that I saw a stat that really intrigued me. So I kind of want to dig down into it. We are first in the country in third in third down conversions. You may have seen that, but we're at a ridiculous fifty seven percent on offense in third down conversions, yeah. and um, that's the tip of the cap to Bobo and Carson Beck. Because I mean, when we get in a third down situation, it's almost like we expect to convert now, and if we don't, it's kind of surprising. We went. 11 of 14 on third down conversions against Tennessee. One of those that we missed on was that drop by Oscar Delp on third down. So it really should have been 12 of 14. Um, Tennessee, I think, was 3 of 11 on third down conversion. They were either 2 of 11 or 3 of 11 on third down conversion. So um, we are converting on the money down at a ridiculous rate. We're first in the country. We're third in the country on stopping third down conversion. So you put those two together, and this is the metric that I ran. We looked at third down conversions versus stopping third down conversions and gives you a net third down conversion. And we're at 30%, which is 57% on offense. We only give it up 27% of the time on defense. So we've got a 30% third down conversion delta. Um, the only other team above 20, the only other teams are Michigan and Oregon. Michigan's at 22% and Oregon is at 20%. So it's just another stat that's going to show you who really um, is moving the ball and stopping the other team from moving the ball. And it kind of goes along with net yards per play. But, um, you know, it is hard to get us off the field. I mean, you look yeah. at that Tennessee game. And, you know, it's why we never see our punter. Our punter is only LSU and Oregon have punted less over the course of the year than our punter has. And it's because we convert on third down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that third down is the crux of why this team is where it is now. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, it, I mean we're, we, we want to be good on first and second downs and get ourselves in third shorts, which we do. But even – the other day we were in a third and 12 and oh my gosh, I can't, I don't know if it was, I think it was maybe Jack Saint that converted. It's, it's like you said, you expect to convert mm-hmm. the third down. Yeah. Or we do yeah. have to punt. They can't return it because we're sitting at zero right now. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the most phenomenal stat is we've given up zero punt return yards for the whole year. <laughs> we got one more game to get through the regular season without giving a single punt Man. return. I mean, you think about 30 years ago, how many it was it seemed like all the punts were returned back then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're holding your breath. You got butterflies, you're like, oh no. Here he comes. God, yeah. There he goes. Yeah. Right. So hey, Kirby, Kirby says combination of hang time and distance. You gotta get those two right. And um, and we get it right. And we've got some good gunners too. There you Aaron go. Smith yep. is one of the gunners and I mean, those guys are all over the all over the punt returner as soon as he catches the ball. So, yeah, there's nothing he can do. <clears throat> um, looking at Georgia Tech real quick, Georgia Tech is uh, sitting at a net yards per play of .27. Um, they're 6.47 yards um, per play on offense. We're at 7.23. So, they're not that far behind. It, um Buster Faulkner is their offensive coordinator out now, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a pretty decent job there. Whoever their defensive coordinator is, is not doing a decent job uh, because they're at 6.2 yards per play on defense. And that is higher than LSU or any other team in the SEC in giving up yards per play. So, we should speak to that point about third down conversions. We probably shouldn't even get to third down against them. I agree. Um, yeah. So it, you know, they may move the ball on us some, um, but they're not going to stop us. So I, I'm thinking that may be a high scoring affair. Maybe we pull our guys, pull our guys out earlier rather than later, but um, you know, just keeping everybody healthy, hopefully. 
Is this game even a sellout? You know, that's a funny question because, you know, we usually the dogs pack it in. So we we buy up all the tickets and sell this out. And one of the things when you're looking at the lines is, you know, they use that Bill Connolly SP plus and figure out the difference. But then you give three points to the home team. But I don't think you can do that in this situation because technically we're the home team, even though we're on the road. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I don't, you know, maybe you call it a neutral site game, but you can't call it, you can't give Tech three points for having a home, for being the home team in that. Well, I just wondered because of the kick time, if there's a bunch of dog fans that are like, you know what, I'm going to save my money for the next week in Atlanta. And there's a lot of good football I could be watching versus going to that terrible stadium and hanging out with all those nerdy fans. And sell the tickets it's true we're competing against what florida florida states at 7 30 who else is at night we've got like two or three other night games that um we're competing against the only people watching our game are are georgia or georgia tech fans i think (laughs) right (laughs) i'm trying to get to the schedule See who else is playing at the same time. Ohio State, um, Michigan's at noon, right? That's the is that the Big Ten? Big yeah, Ten. It's, it's at noon. Yeah. Um, there's another rivalry game. Maybe is it Auburn, Alabama? No, they're 330 CBS. Clem- Clemson, South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. UNC, NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, other than that, it's. Notre Dame. When's, Ten- when's the big Tennessee Vanderbilt tilt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's a nooner. No, three thirty on SEC Network. Yeah, At, in Knoxville. In Knoxville. Yeah, that won't be a sellout. Yeah, we sent we sent their season down the drain. I mean, yeah. could this be a game where Vandy comes in and sneaks out a win because they just want it more? They are so bad. I mean, oh, they man. are so bad at football that that would be – that'd be as shocking as New Mexico State being, beating Auburn, but it could happen. Yeah, I don't know. They're 2-9, and nine, I doubt it. Yeah. Um, all right, that, that's stats for the week. The only other thing that I had jotted down here, and I wanted, I wanted to get Rob's take on this too, is – Anytime you see Nick Saban talking about his wife, he talks about her as Ms. Terry. Yeah. Annoying. About, you know, whenever you're talking about your spouse, you call her Ms. Terry. It's like he's married to his grandmother or something. It's weird. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's, been going on for, it's been going on for so long. Right. Ms. Terry, I'm tired of hearing about Ms. Terry. Uh, and they're always like, Oh, Nick's not going to cross Miss Terry. She, uh, she, she'll straighten him out like Miss Terry's just some <laughs> nurse ratchet that just throws down the hammer all the time. I mean, he he told he said the other day, I heard him, he said I had to straighten her out because she brought up uh, Auburn when they were going to play Kentucky or something, and he goes, you know, I had to straighten her out. About no, this is Kentucky. Don't be talking about Auburn. I straightened, I straightened her out. So I, then they go, oh God, when, when he goes home, Miss Terry's gonna clank him over the head with a sixteen weight uh, frying pan and, and like beat the heck out of him. I'm tired. Of, I don't know any other coach's wife except for Miss Terry. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like I know her. I don't care about her. The post game, the post game body language is like he kisses her on the cheek, like he's kissing his great aunt. It's bizarre. Right. Yeah, and I've never heard any other person refer to their wife as Mrs. First Name of your wife. Yeah, I'm gonna start tonight. As a matter of fact, when I walk out of this room, I'm gonna start calling Laura Miss Laura from now on. See how she likes. It. I don't think ain't, she's gonna like it. Ain't gonna. <laughs> and then you're doing it for Johnny. Yeah, let's do it for Johnny. Let's do it for Johnny, man. Uh, oh my God. All right. I that Miss Terry up because Chuck and I have talked about this for probably eight or nine years. Mm. How much we talk, hate all the Miss Terry talk. Can't stand it. Yeah. 
It makes my blood boil every time I hear it now. Well, we'll get yeah. to see her in two weeks. Are we we will. We'll, we'll hear a lot of Miss Terry talk. We're gonna we're gonna revisit this next week. All yes. right. Okay, we will certainly do it. I don't want to get on jump ahead of myself. That's right. Well, guys, I'm gonna have to leave before uh Miss Alexis kills me. Um <laughs> Right. She's like, she's like texting me going, what are you doing up at the bank? I'm like, we're still open. I'm closing it down. Calm down. Yeah. I know I'm cooking a rib roast for Miss Jenny. So I got to get back in there. Yeah. yeah and I got to get with Miss Laura. We're about to eat some oysters. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. Yeah. Go dogs. Go dogs. Right. Woof. <laughs>